This episode of the Section 109 podcast is brought to you by Operation Get Active. Operation Get Active uses the game of soccer to encourage young people in Chattanooga to live active, healthy lifestyles. Hey, this is Tate Robertson. Hey, this is Ian Serrell. And you're listening to the Section 109 podcast. So I should have counted before we got to the podcast, but I believe you guys have done like eight episodes or nine episodes without me. Something like that. <clears throat> it's good to be back, though. How are well, you doing, man? Welcome back, Jay. How, how are you? Oh, good, man. It's obviously me, uh, Producer Jay, with uh, Breezy. We are in Studio Jay. That's why it sounds exceptional. Just kidding. <laughs> That's why it sounds better, for sure. Mm-hmm. But we have an awesome uh, interview with two guests today. I'm going to toss it to Breezy, and then we're going to jump straight into it. We have midfielders Ian Saro and Tate Robertson. Tate Robertson's second, uh, second, second time podcast. on the podcast. What's up, boys? What's up, boys? How we doing? Breezy, how's it going? I'm good. Hola, I'm good. hola. Everything's good. Good, good. So it is Ian Cero, right? We haven't been mispronouncing it this whole time? No, no, it's perfect. All right, cool. Cool. So uh, let's dive straight in. What has changed, Tate, since you were last on the podcast, besides your roommate's better looking? <laughs> Shout out Jimmy Two Phones. Um, not much. You know, just the team's changed a little bit, but other than that. A little better apartments this year, so yeah. How are the new digs? You like them? Quite nice. Where are you guys at now? City Green. Oh, cool. Right yeah, by, that uh, is Falva House right there. I lived there for a couple of years. Yeah, that pool's dope. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's jump straight in. We have our typical questions. We're going to start um, asking and go along. So breezy, I'll I'll let you begin. Ian, tell us a little bit about your soccer journey. Like, start us. You know, I'm assuming you started playing as a kid, but like, where did you grow up? Where when did you start playing? Kind of how did your soccer journey start? Yeah, my uh, my soccer journey was kind of all over the place. Um, I grew up in Colorado. I was born in Florida. Uh, both of my parents are from Argentina. My whole family is. Um, so yeah, I played. Uh, I grew up for this club, playing for this club called Colorado Storm. At the time, they were the biggest club in Colorado. Like more, they had more players than uh, than Colorado Rapids at the time. Wow. And then uh, w- once I finished that, I finished high school. Uh, I went to Spain, played soccer in Spain for for eight months. Uh, had visa issues, so I had to come back. Um, I got offered to play at SIUE, Southern Illinois University, mm-hmm. Edwardsville. Uh, a D1 school there in Illinois. I played there for two seasons. Realized college soccer just wasn't really for me. So um, I went back to Colorado, trained with Colorado Spring Switchbacks for for a couple months, played for the PDL team, and then I went to Argentina, and I signed my professional contract there in Argentina. Gave up that eligibility officially. Yeah, yeah, I was I was done with college totally soccer. I wanted school. to play professional, and uh, hell yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. And then I ended up coming here, came back. Um, I was hoping to you know go into the USL, and COVID hit, so there was very little opportunity. So I just had a coach for a year. Went played for an MPSL team, uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Torrent. Torrent. Yes, we played them before. Yep. yep, yep. I was there. I was there. Uh, twenty twenty season. Uh, I was lucky enough to play against Chicago House in the Nice Independent Cup. We ended up beating them 2-0, and then... That smacked them around, actually. Yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a good game. We really enjoyed it. There's a picture of their super fan from that game. You know the guy I'm talking yeah, about that paints his face? Flagman. 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 Yeah, yeah that, guy, that guy. That guy's I know him. intense. I love him. I've met him. We're He's, friends on Facebook. <laughs> I love him. He, when, I went up there for the, when I went up there for the um, MPSL Pro uh, game that we played, I we had a good time he was nice yeah he's an awesome guy i, I love him I, I miss him i miss him he always messages me every once in a while uh but yeah i got lucky enough to uh once that ended um chicago house gave me the opportunity to come trial for them for a week and i ended up signing and played there and now i'm here 
We all saw the goal you scored against us. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 they started out the highlights with that. It was uh, <laughs> after they announced you. I was like, "Come on, man!" It was bittersweet. You had to, you had to start with that one. Like, I was on a red card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tate would have stopped that. Come on, Tate. <laughs> uh, so, also, like a little inside baseball. Like, how did you end up? Did you not have an option th- for them to pick up, or did At, they let uh, you? Did they let you go, Chicago, at the end? Chicago? Like, how did you? Because you yeah. signed here pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my contract with Chicago House was three months. Because I ended up joining pretty late. I ended up joining in September. Mm-hmm. And so they just gave me those three months. Was, and that, was that you betting on yourself? Or was that them being dumb and not putting you on an option? No, no. they uh, That, that was kind of just betting on myself. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I just want to do three months and then and then see what happens. Sure. Um, obviously, I, I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back to Chicago because of you know, C.J. Brown. He was a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found out that C.J. Brown was leaving. And I got a good offer. You know, when Rod got the team, he was the first guy that called. And I, don't know, I knew um, what Chattanooga was about, you know, the fan base and everything. So I just thought it was a perfect place to be. Now, did you know Rod from before or just from Stumptown? No, I didn't. I, I just knew him from Stumptown. Uh, I played against Stumptown once because the first time I wasn't, I wasn't at Chicago House yet. So I met Rod. I think it was like our second to last game that we played uh, against them and yeah, just out of nowhere, he called my agent and called me, so it was good. Nice, nice. Shout out, Rod. I also think it's really interesting. It's just the opposite of normally on the podcast. We always talk about us as a club and our visa struggles, but you went to Spain and had visa issues while you were in Spain, which is yeah. like totally opposite than what we normally hear on this podcast. We normally yeah. bitch and complain about how things have happened here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. No, yeah, I mean, uh, same thing with Argentina. Like, um, I don't have an Argentine passport, mm-hmm. so I went over there as as an American. And so, you know, I had to go through the whole uh, system of trying to get my residency, see if I can get that. Yeah. All, all that stuff is kind of a headache. How was your time in Argentina? I, I, re- I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, at the beginning, it was kind of tough because of the situation that the club was in. You know, we weren't doing very well. We were bottom of the table, fighting relegation. And over there, it's a different atmosphere. Sure. And then, luckily, the the second half of the season, we were able to turn it around, and we got promoted to second division, and it was just, it was amazing. Wow! So you, they went moment. from bottom to yeah, we went from bottom to the promotion yeah, spots to glory. It was, I, I saw everything. So it that's a goal of mine. A goal of mine is to go to Argentina. There's this thing on uh, Copa ninety. They have a YouTube page, and they have something called uh, Derby Days. And they yes, go, yes, I've seen, seen that. that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the the original one was the what's the the big cup in uh, the the Champions League of. Uh, Copa Libertadores. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when they when they had to move that to Spain, didn't they? Because of how, like how yeah, how yeah nuts so. it was. All the the fans were. I know it was a different division. Just uh, no, no. Yeah, it's uh. So it was first divisions Boca and uh, River Plate, and uh, they had to play the second leg of the game. And what happened was uh, the River Plate fans threw a, a like a brick, I think, at the bus the and ended up breaking the window, and it got glass in one of the players' eyes. And so obviously FIFA found this as a great opportunity to. Move Take it. that game to Madrid, and everyone just I think was they had sold out. I think they had violence in the tunnel too. Yeah, I think they had. Like, oh, there's violence everywhere. I think they had like violence, like fans <laughs> throwing stuff into the like oh, pepper, yeah. pepper spray into the tunnel. And, like, yeah, it's surreal because you heard I heard about it, and then I watched that, yeah. and it was like they're on the like they were shooting their vlog, like their video, and they're like on the field, and they're like, you know, so shit hasn't happened yet. We're all just standing here, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. you learn about it. You see the news. You see people like on their phones and stuff. It's just crazy. That's t- a goal. A goal of mine is to go to any yeah. South American country. Yeah. I love going to the stadiums. It's a surreal experience. Very different. Yeah, for sure. Different pressure. So who was your favorite soccer player growing up? Uh, f- I mean, for me, for me, Messi. 
Messi's always been, you know, Messi's from the same city as my family. Okay. Rosario? And, and yeah, from Rosario. And uh, he played for News Old Boys. Mm-hmm. That's where my dad played as well, uh, professionally. So That's you not know, cool. He's always been the... <laughs> That's a hell of a connection. Yeah, yeah really he's, cool. he's always been my favorite. Um, obviously, Maradona because of my dad. You sure. Know, my dad told me all about Maradona and, and Ronaldinho, too. But Most listeners of the podcast will know that I love a genuine connection to a club. That's why I don't stick with like a big European club. I like like to support my local team, and I think that's really cool because you, know, you ask most people why who's their favorite player and why. And I think a lot of people would say Messi. And I think it's just cause he's been like, you know, the goat. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool that you have like a, a yeah. literal connection. That's, that's really cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. Now what, what is, do you have a favorite team uh, like a, a, in the world? That's not uh Newell's old boys or is that your team? Uh, that's, that's my team. I also like Boca juniors. I'll be honest. I, I really like Boca juniors. Um, and you know, when, when it comes to Europe, you know, because of Ronaldinho, you know, and Messi, Barcelona, has always has been my European team, but um, Newell's Newell's is my diehard team for sure. Did you ever, uh, when you were in Spain, did you ever try and get to the Camp Nou or or go to yeah. anywhere? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I ended up going to a game actually uh, when Barcelona played against Real Betis, and it was Neymar, Suarez, and Messi just yep. right in front of me. I, yeah, that, that's I, insane. I almost cried. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't blame you. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, obviously you are here. Um, playing for CFC, what what number do you wear, and did you have a specific reason that you chose that number, or is it just um, chose randomly? I I picked number seven. You know, I, obviously my favorite number is ten, but that's all Juan. You know, <laughs> that's all Juan. So I I didn't even dare to pick that number. Um, I really like number seven. I just think it's a cool number, and I also had a at the torrent, so it kind of stuck with me. Sure. Uh, yeah, I just I just really like that number. Honestly, you're What's, welcome. W- <laughs> yeah, oh, you, yeah. Hey, what happened? What, <laughs> yeah, I, he you switched numbers. I just felt like changing. You, did you decide you're, I'm, I'm going full right back and then you're not playing right back anymore? <laughs> just pick the two? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what, what's your What's your guys' opinions? Uh, I, I, is it Matt? Someone here loves... It's Matt. Loves uh, one, you know, one through 11. Like no, that's, that, no, that's me. Matt's the that's one who you. likes crazy I, numbers. Yeah, I like one I, through 11 I like, too. I like the traditional number system. I'm not saying you can't play outside of that, but like I love when like you see a seven playing where, you know, where a seven plays or an 11 or a six or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm severely addicted to ultimate team. So uh, every time every time I change my roster or anything, I'm always changing numbers one through 11 all the way. Yeah, yeah. me too. And then one, Matt, two through. And then Matt's like, if you're wearing 77, I want you on the field. And if you're in the seven, get off the field. Like Matt's, uh, <laughs> what Matt's y'all's, a special What's y'all's opinion on that? Do you like, do you like weird numbers? No, no. I'm Coming from two guys that. who are wearing pretty reasonable two numbers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when when I, when I was at Chicago, I had to pick number thirty because uh, everyone had all the numbers I wanted, like the one through like twenty. I swear. And so that you looked at uh, what Messi picked in. Yeah, exactly. I, I was like, you know what, new team. I got a new team too. Thirty. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. But no, yeah. I mean, in, in Argentina, usually like when we play, it's always one through eleven. So like they'll tell sure. you you'll be at the game and they'll be like, uh, Ian, you're wearing number seven this game. And so you wear number seven. Ah, so it would change. Yeah, it would change game to game. So if you're wearing, so if if they're saying, "Hey, you're wearing number seven, that means you're in the you're in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting, interesting. So speaking of Argentina, we got mate, which we did not partake in at all before this yes, podcast. Sir. Can you explain mate to us? I had a I yeah. have a buddy who's half Argentinian. He he went and spent a year studying in Argentina, came back with a terrible mate habit, and he's <laughs> he's, he's finally kicked blame. it. But. Uh, yeah, it looks like you, you're always the guy coming into, yeah. and we've said on this podcast, you're the guy coming into practice and all the photos with the Mate. So yeah, always, always. who better to learn it from? <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so Mate, is a, it's an infusion, um, very similar to green tea, kind of like coffee because it has a little bit of caffeine to it. 
Um, it's very traditional. The, um, there's an indigenous uh, group. It was part of uh, Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Brazil. And they were called the Guaranis. And so they're the ones who like basically invented the mate. It's just a bunch of herbs. And then they would just drink it with hot water. And then when, obviously, like the conquistadores came and Jesuits and all them, they saw that they were drinking it a lot and that it gave them energy. So they started to do it as well. And it just... Little by little, just so so like for the li- for the listeners who I'm I'm gonna be a little candid here for the listeners who don't know what it looks like it honestly looks like he could possibly be smoking the devil's lettuce <laughs> yes because it is I get that it, so much it is the tea sitting on top of what so so the outside it's a it's it's a calabash so it's a calabash fruit okay obviously it's cleaned and everything and so it's basically like it, it kind of looks like wood to be honest and you, you which is not wood. No, it's it's uh, calabash, so it's like a fruit. Yeah, so like I it's always a thought fruit, it was wood. And then it's got yeah. There's there's some mates that are uh, wooden, but this is like the most traditional one, which is the calabash fruit. So, um, obviously, some people try to make it fancy, so they'll put like the leather around it and like the silver and all that stuff to make it look cooler. Um, but yeah, you just put the herbs in there, about three quarters, and then you just put hot water, and that's it. And, and then you can just it. keep, and that thermos is to keep adding hot water, right? Yeah, yeah. So so the thermos keeps the hot water. So, you know, I'll pour a little bit and then I'll drink it until there's no more and then I'll just keep pouring it. It's a social drink. So usually like I'll be like the server and I'll serve it and then I'll hand it to, example, to Tate. He'll drink it all and then he'll give it back to me. I'll pour it, then I'll give it to you and it just keeps going. So there's my, my team is in Europe is Fiorentina. And so there's a, an Uruguayan guy um, and then there's like four little Argentinian dudes who are all like this like group that like are always drinking mate and they're always making jokes about who brings the mate and who brings the better mate. Yeah. So I, I get, I don't know. You can tell me more, but I'm guessing there's a bit of a rivalry between like, I know Uruguay and Argentina, there's traditionally a rivalry anyway, but according to them, there's a rivalry like for the mate for who brings it and who makes it the best. Yes. Yes. That, that is, that is very true. The Uruguayans try to, uh, they, they try to, you know, say that they have the best one always, always. But I mean, it all depends. It's all the same, honestly. Can it's, I try some? Yes, of course. I do put sugar in mine. Some people think it's a crime. Some people don't. So while it isn't the devil's lettuce, you still pass it around. Sorry, I felt like I needed to yeah, say that. Cool. I pass it between everyone. Yeah. It's cool, though. That's that's so funny. I feel way more cultured now. It's like super like herbal. Like It's really strong. Yeah. It's not like at all. I mean, I haven't had it in like 10 years. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very different, that's for sure. But, you know, this is a, it's a typical thing that you do every day. You know, if you're ever with a friend or something, you're always like, hey, you want to go drink mate at a park or something? And you just go do it. How much caffeine is in that? I have no idea. It's not as much as coffee. It has a little bit of caffeine. So you're not like wired all day? No, like it's like- no. No, so sometimes I'll drink this before going to bed, honestly. Now, is this a is this something you picked up? Like, I'm sure you knew about it, but like, did you go to Argentina already drinking a lot of mate? Yeah, yeah. So I, so my parents drink it all, every day. So I, sure. since I was a baby, I would drink okay. it. So yeah, it's just been, it's just been normal. Do you want to try? Yeah, sure. All right, let's see. Put some water. Tate, how how do you feel about mate? You got you got to be around it all the time now. All right? the time, yeah, it's fine. Hey, Tate and I are on the same page with the body armors, though. Yeah, sure. You're not a uh, you're not subbing in your coffee for uh for mate yet. No, I'm gonna stick to coffee. But um, no, it's good. I mean, I'm not too big into tea, anyways. But that was not what I expected. It's 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 super <laughs> yeah, right. It's different. I could keep going. Yeah, you have to drink it all. No, drink it's, it all. It's good. 
It's earthy. It is. Yeah, yeah. That's very earthy. Very different spices. Do you know what kind of spices they are? Or is it like a particular just like that is mate? No, no. I mean, it all depends. There's different companies that have different herbs, have a little bit different flavors. It all depends. This one's called Canarias. So I think this one's imported from, uh, I think it's from Brazil, southern of Brazil. It's probably usually the one that all the pros usually drink. It's the more expensive one. But it's it's also the smoothest. Because ah, gotcha. there's some that are more like that. There's some that are stronger and then there's some that are a lot lighter. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It's cool. It's like it's like my old uh, Red Bull habit, essentially, that I've totally kicked by Really? The way. Yeah. One hundred percent off of I, drinking it. That is shocking. You were the bad habit. Or you, you, I, you I brought had, you one last time. I know, and I crushed it. You did. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good now. I brought <laughs> I brought us both sixteen ounce Red Bulls and I was like <laughs> A quarter into mine, like 10 minutes in, and he was like, oh, that's light work, dude. I already killed mine. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I crushed it, He's like, in four minutes, I had had completely killed this Red Bull. Yeah, that was a severe addiction. All right, so let's let's bounce a little bit over to Tate here for a second. Tate, what was the thing you missed most uh, in the offseason about not being here? Oh, that's a good one. Or were you just like, screw this, I am so glad to be home? Also, where'd you go? Um, Well, I went back home to Ohio. I just stayed with my parents, Um, saw a lot of family and did all that stuff. So what did I miss most? I don't know. It was a rough season, so it was good to get back and kind of recharge. Decompress. Yeah, just let it all go. I don't know. I miss a lot of the guys that aren't here anymore, probably. I made a a lot of good relationships, and we're still in touch now. So it's it's, that part of it has been good, and I definitely miss that part. Nice seeing some of the guys last week, even though we didn't get to play going to Syracuse yeah, and seeing was, some, not all the guys, but you know, a chunk of them. And, and those are, those are the guys that I made good relationships with. So, um, you know, it's, of course it's good to see him. I wish we could have played against him. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was, I was so pumped for a snow game. I was not happy because, you know, I was in that town for 14 hours. Oh <laughs> yeah. I forgot you came. Yeah. And so like <laughs> I, I was there hanging out and then like, you know, they, everything was canceled. And I was like, this sucks. And I was like, this is, we just don't want to, you know, we just don't want to play because this is whatever. And then like, and when we came out, you know, we, we went in and like all, they were all having their like locker room thing where they were like talking to the fans and like mm. they had a nice little group of fans there, which was cool. And then like, I saw some of you guys and then we came back out and it was like, would have been roughly halftime. And we got, went out on the field and it was slick as hell. Yeah. It's a good thing we didn't. So when you do yeah, the snow angel. Yeah, it was when I made this. But it was more of an ice angel than a snow angel. Yeah. Uh, it was it was slick. That turf got real slick. And yes, uh, perfect form on that snow angel. I or I will have you know. That was pretty good. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, yeah. You I got up without putting a handprint. Ah, that's skill for a Tennessean. You don't get to do those often. I haven't done one of those since I was a kid. But I I mean like not maybe not a kid kid. But yeah, it was a good snow angel. I was pretty proud of it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, what are you what are you most uh, excited for this season, Tate? Now that you're back, now that we got a new season, like what's the uh, you have any goals you're setting for yourself? Winning a championship, probably. That's all you got to say. Yeah. You get with us. Keep it, keep it simpler. Hell yeah. Ian, first impressions of Chattanooga. So you played here once in the fall, right? Yeah. Had, and had you been here ever before that or after that? No, no, now? never. No, that was my first time. What What's kind of been your impression so far? Have you got to kind of, do you feel like you're getting to know the city a little bit? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little, little by little, I'll be going out and about with these guys and uh, to just start you know, seeing things in Chattanooga. I, I really like it. What's the spot this year? Like, where are you guys likely to be found? Or are we not Are we not saying it out loud? What kind of spot are you talking about? During the week and then a- after games, too. I'm guessing, like, obviously everybody goes CBC after the game and sees each other. Yeah. And then, like, last year, it used to be, like, Southside Social straight after. Is it still Southside Social? Or is it... I mean, I know it's only been two games, but... Eh, kind of. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we, do, do we get dinner at this place called Embargo? 
Yeah, you like Embargo Cuban Cuban yeah, joint? Cuban. Love Embargo. Love we've been, it. We've been doing that a little bit. It's so. Very good. It's a great spot. I got pulled into salsa dancing there one time, and it was super embarrassing. Yes. But it was it was fun. Ian will teach you. No, I, I, I don't have that rhythm. I can guarantee doesn't, you. Doesn't run in, doesn't run in, I, I, I don't either. No, no. I don't either. But I, I want to take lessons at some point, because I feel like if I took lessons and, like, you you know, it is a pattern, right? Eventually, you'd get enough so you could... Muscle memory? Yeah, yeah. Because I have enough... Like I played the drums, so I have enough rhythm to stay on beat. I, I'm not creative. So I need someone to tell me exactly what to do, then I kind of figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Embargo's sick. Are you guys going to Goodfellas a lot? Um, Kind of, again. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think about Goodfellas because I I went there once and then I haven't, I haven't been back. Yeah, like, you got to remember. Good time. I had good pizza. It was like, like night they opened. They had free pizza and bre- the breadsticks were awesome. Yeah, the like, pizza's good. And it's a lot different this year because you guys used to live literally like next to all that. You used to live in Southside, so yeah. now you're on the the North Shore, technically almost Red Bank, I guess. You're not really. that far from here. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Don't minutes. tell anybody where we live or where I live. <laughs> 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 Can't have any rabid uh, pod fans showing up here yeah, for sure. or pod critics. All two of them. The other podcast, you mean, showing up here uh, and finding you. Um, all right. What would you be doing if you weren't a pro soccer player, Tate? Trying to play a pro golf. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Probably. Honestly. Is that is that your plan, po- uh, plan post-playing career? It's a lot of peace. The goal is a senior tour. Hell yeah. You got to be over 50. Hell yeah. So I got some time. <laughs> yeah, you got a plenty of time. Got yeah. practice. Do you guys watch the Pat McAfee show at all? I think you do. Oh my god, I watch it every day. I'm addicted so to it. So McAfee and I just started watching it. It's great. Uh, I don't watch every day, but I, I catch a lot of the clips. And Pat and AJ Hawk, AJ Hawk, the old linebacker for Green of Bay, course. have a bet, a twenty million dollar bet. I don't know that, like, you know, you never know what's like just joking and what's like real. But I mean, they they came back, they come back to it every now and then because AJ is like, I will give you twenty million dollars if you can make the cut at a at a regular PGA event or a senior uh, event. For Pat, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. So if you, you know, you know about what he all he's done. Obviously, he was in WrestleMania just yeah, recently. Yeah. He's a podcast host. He's a yeah. uh, punter from the NFL well, and college football, a, and he's played professional baseball for a single game. I don't know if you've ever seen I, that. I oh seen that. my god, it's so funny. He's one of the funniest people. He is. He's hilarious. But I, they have a, like he's because Pat and and he, Pat keeps going like you can you can buy out like you can buy out and whatever and give me the money and AJ's like you've got you know twenty eight years or whatever like. Or maybe it's before he gets the senior. I can't remember. But their bet is that he's going to has to make a cut at one PJ event. I think it's included the senior tour. It might be before he gets the age of the senior tour. But he's like, there's not a chance. Yeah, there's probably no way. You trying to bet Tate twenty million right now? I'm not, I'm not trying to bet Tate twenty bucks. Tate's a scratch golfer. <laughs> he can already shoot par. Yeah. Yeah, you're better than me. My goal when I play golf is to keep the ball, keep the same ball yeah. the whole time. My, my yeah, goal I'm trying is to, to improve now. I've gotten a lot better, but I, I played as a kid a lot. But uh, I. Grew up going to Florida a lot, and so uh, down there on the coast on Highway 98, you get a bunch of courses that are like, it's not straight fairway, like it's uh, portions of fairway, marsh, swamp, portions of fairway to the green, so it's like the whole time, like the whole goal is like, I literally can't lose the ball, and it's tough down there. So here it's a little bit easier, so I've gotten a little bit better, but Mm -hmm. it's such a fun game. My goal is not to play golf. Yeah, I'm not the best at it. My goal is to go, I'll go to the driving range or I'll go to Top. I just discovered Top Golf. I know it's not a new thing, but it's new to fun. me. Same. It's a great time. You can drink, you can eat food, and you never have to chase the ball. Yeah, exactly. But you can you can go with your friends to a regular golf course. And just, we can we can play best ball, but I'm beer. I'm terrible. But you can drink beer. That's true. But I can. <laughs> but I have to chase the ball at that point. I've played I've played golf, but um, it's not my game, man. No. Maybe someday I'll like maybe someday I'll get into it and like you know because I could see how it would get very addicting. Like it's it's repetitive, mm-hmm. it's skill based. You're playing against mostly yourself, so you can always get better. 
Like yeah. you can't be like, oh, I was playing against a trash player, so like I didn't play my best. Like, and you can just play with your friends and drink beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think I would rather. I think have, I think we need to go golfing with Tate. We can go go <laughs> as long as we play best ball, and I'm on Tate's team. That way, I'll hit. I'll get one ball per 72, 72 strokes. You show that, up that with maybe a, that maybe you show works. up with a bucket. I'll be, I'll be a designated <laughs> drinker. Uh, Ian, what about you? What would you be doing if you weren't playing professional soccer? Um, I, I mean, honestly, my whole life, I just wanted to be a pro soccer player. Just, I just wanted to be like my dad because, you know, my dad did that, and that's all we knew. So, now, did, did he do that pre-moving? Like, did he do that after you guys moved here as well, or was it post-playing career that he moved here? Yeah, no, it was uh, it was during his career because um, my dad was playing in Argentina. He went He went to Mexico, played there. And then, you know, MLS was starting. So my dad, you know, went to Florida and Tampa because Tampa Bay Mutiny was there. Yep. You know, I was born in Tampa. Okay. And then uh, from there, my dad moved to Colorado because my dad wanted to play Colorado Rapids. And then he ended up tearing his hammy and he had to get surgery for it. And so then they offered him a job there and, you know, just decided to stay. But yeah, my dad played uh, 14 years, I think, professionally. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So what, what does he, does he work in? Uh, or what kind of a job did he accept within the organization? Uh, to to be a soccer coach. So cool. so my dad started as a as a goalkeeper coach. Uh, even though my dad was a left back, uh, he was a goalkeeper <laughs> nice. coach. And then now he's one of the he's one of the top directors for uh, scouting and recruitment in at Colorado Rapids. That's awesome. So yeah. It's it's going pretty good. But He's yeah. like, there's this kid, Ian. I don't know. I, you guys got to watch. You got to check him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's cool. So you yeah. you don't think you would have been like a I don't know like a engineer or something? I don't know. I pulled that one out of my ass. Uh, I mean, so super I, random. I, I ended up going to school and I finished college. Uh, I graduated. You know, my goal is to be a, a Spanish interpreter slash translator in oh, healthcare. Cool. So that's nice. that's my career. Right now, that that'll probably be for after soccer. That's cool. Or who knows? That's super cool. Who knows what could happen? But I, I have, I do have that uh, to fall back on. Just that is an extremely valuable job, especially here. There's a ton of there's a ton of uh, like only Spanish yeah. speaking people. Yeah, here and, that and, need that kind of stuff. In Colorado, there's a lot of Latinos too. Basically everywhere, honestly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So much. It's the second you know, Spanish is the second most spoken language in the U.S. Like clearly. Like, yeah. It's yeah, and it's only growing. It comes in handy. I want to learn, but I got to do something uh, like more serious than like Duolingo all the time. Yeah, you should go live in Argentina, dude. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> no, that's, how, that's how I learned Italian. You go live in Italy. Like you yeah. have to live somewhere. Yeah, you got to live. Yeah, I mean, it's not impossible. There are people who can do it without it, but it's so much harder. I mean, when I was in Costa Rica, I could order food and like find my way around and like read a few signs. But like as soon as I moved back to the States after that year of college, it was like, I, yeah, out the window. So what? What? You, what I in my experience, what you need is you need to want to have relationships with people. Yeah, friends, especially a girlfriend's helpful. Like I was in college, so like I I met my wife now wife, and like I wanted to talk to her, and so like needing that like human interaction yeah. is what pushes you to you gotta survive. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And then once you hit a certain once you hit a certain point, like I was explaining this to somebody the other day, once you hit a certain point, like if you want to learn the word for balloon, you you've learned enough other words. You can be like the round thing, it has air in it. Like you can describe a word in that language right. and then learn the word that way, and those things will stick. And you so once you get to a certain like it's a lot of pushing, and then once you get to a certain level, it's just about being creative enough to express your point. Well, you have like a certain level of comprehension at that point, right? Yeah, like yeah. When you so don't you, understand the language, you can't comprehend anything. Like exactly. So you can do it. You just probably want to go move somewhere or go stay somewhere for. Look up on YouTube. There's a, there's some people who have done 30 day immersions that have come out speaking like decent Spanish or decent Portuguese in 30 days. Like it's not yeah. good, but it's like they can have conversations. It's broken, yeah. but like 
It's still pretty good. Cool. It's, cool. it's wild stuff. Anyway, back to uh, back to soccer stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, how do you guys feel about pineapple on pizza, both of you? Oh, we, we've asked you this question. Before. Back to soccer stuff. How do you feel about <laughs> pineapple on pizza? On pizza? I, <laughs> I don't. I'm kind of a fan of it now. Yes. Hell yeah. No, I, don't, no. I think I said no <laughs> last no, time. No, 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 no. No, it's bad. Fruit, it's a fruit now. Nah. The look on Ian's face nah, right now. Uh, well, un- this this podcast has four co-hosts usually, and obviously there's only two of us here today. But the two uh, pineapple lovers are here today. Yep, big so, big fan. Yeah. So, uh, I'm out on this one. You're three to one on this one. Uh, what is you guys' favorite uh, pizza joint? Uh, Ian, I know you haven't been here that far, so uh, or that long, but like favorite pizza joint here in Chattanooga? Southside Pizza. Yeah, Yo, Southside Fire. That's yeah, my favorite. Those are some huge. Sli- those are slabs of pizza. Those are not slices. Very good. It. It's better than Goodfellas for sure. Yeah. Y'all, you got to try Home Slice next. Where's that? Uh, East Twenty Third, Off Twenty Third Street. Yeah, it's in a hotel that you would be like, yeah, I'm never gonna stay there. But then to next of it's pizza place. It's super good. Really? We get it for work all the time. It's it's actually in the hotel. Like it's in the corner of the hotel. It's a hotel where you drive by and you bet like, that's pay by the hour, <laughs> and and then you go and then you get the pizza and you're like. Damn, Damn. Good, really? <laughs> and, and like it's a pretty like bougie pizza spot. Like they have an entire vegan only menu and an yeah. entire gluten free. You combine gluten free and vegan. Like it's legit. Yeah. Like, it's not on the same level as Southside Pizza. Yeah, Southside Pizza. Opinion, have you had any good pizza no. yet, Ian? Uh, honestly, no. Like like the first day I was here, we went to Pizza Bros. Yeah, yeah. And that was about it. Honestly, that's the only pizza. Yeah, pizza I had Bros. Really. Is good too. Pizza Bros. Is good too. I Shout like out Southside. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout out Southside, but also. You know, we have to shout out Cortile. Yeah, Pizzeria, Cor- just P- down the Pizzeria road. Cortile down the road here. We're not far from where you guys live. It's between here and, and there. Like, Pizzeria Cortile is awesome. Well, what's cool is like on Sundays, like two Sundays ago, I had Lo Mein because they do Sunday <laughs> mm-hmm. specials and they have because their, their chefs like, yo, on Sundays, we're just going to like make random stuff. So they make like burgers, sometimes spaghetti. I've had brisket, Lo Mein, Southwestern chicken pasta, like all this crazy stuff. And it is always so fire. Dude, is Randy still there? Uh, so he had, he left as the chef, so he's not there, he's going back to school, but he, we went yesterday, like when we got back from Atlanta, and he, he came up and served us, and we we're like, yo. So he is back, yeah. Okay, okay, it's interesting, because I, like, I was, shout out Randy. Because I texted him the other day, and he was like, no, I'm going back to school, something, 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 and then like, I haven't caught up with him, so. He's the homie, dude. dude yeah, he's him. the best, man. He's the best. Um, so, and another important question, uh, are you guys, if there was a war between seltzer and beer, whose side would you be on? Beer. For yeah, sure. yeah, beer. I think so too. The only person I think to ever answer seltzer was Fooler. Yes. I mean, and, he, and he stacked like eight of them on the table <laughs> while we were doing that. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Listen, even he is, he's even, even him, he's even team beer. He just drinks seltzers. So he's trying to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, seltzers have their place, man. They have their place. The, ho- the hotter it is outside. Did you see him when you were up there? Oh, yeah. I was drunk for like two, 14 hours. I was there. I spent 12 of those quite inebriated. Did you see him pregame? Uh, no, I saw him. We went to the we went to a hole in the wall bar post game. Nice. We had had wings. Uh, actually met a bunch of their supporters. Introduced them to Fuller. Um, had a really good time. Had a really cool. good time. That's cool. Well, yeah. the only I time ate so many wings, dude. I had like I don't even know how many wings and like so many and Bud Lights. I was just pounding wings and uh, Bud, Bud Lights. Bud Light. <laughs> it was such a like dive bar. I think the Bud Lights were. I don't even know how much they cost. But they were cheap because I don't. Everything's a little. I was on two hours of sleep, so everything's a little blurry. But yeah, it was it was fun. The only time I drink it seltzers is on it a boat. It sucked to not play, but it was awesome to hang out. The only time I drink seltzers, seltzers on seltzers a boat. Seltzers are perfect on a boat. That's the thing about seltzers. Like you get and light beer is good on a boat too. But like yeah. my father in law drinks like what I call it water beer. 
like Bud Select, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, give me Bud Select's three and a half percent, dude. <laughs> oh, man, is... no way. I could, I I could once, crank fifty of those. I had a guy once brag to me that he could drink a whole case of Bud Select. I'm like, yeah, it's three and a half percent, man. It's like <laughs> that's sure four chestnut browns, dude. Like, it's come on, man. Like, get out of here. If you guys had a boat, what would you name it? And if you have a boat with a name, when can we hang out? Breezy, Breezy has a boat. <laughs> I do have a boat. What's its name? We bought a pontoon boat. Uh, the pontoon boat's name is um, big, is Big Timbers, which is named after a friend of mine who passed away. It was his his thing, so we named it after him. It's a sentimental name. I don't. Big Timbers mm-hmm. is actually a terrible boat name, but you know it's got sentimental value. I don't know what I named. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I've been on a boat once. No, that's about it. We're going to change come, that, dude. Let me come back to this. All right. Yeah. All right think about it. <laughs> let me come back come to back. this. How do you feel about uh, jean jackets? Oh, rate them. I like yeah. them. Yeah? Yeah. Would you double denim? No, no, no. No, no. Uh, no Canadian no, tuxedo? I will not comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not commenting. You guys can't see Tate, but he's in a Canadian tuxedo right now. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. He's not. He's wearing sweatpants shorts. Like... Tate's got a particular aesthetic, and it's not jean jackets. No, no, no. Same. It's, com- I, it's comfort. I he's also, rock, wear, he's also wearing slides. On. Like, also, you look like you were like limping up the stairs today. You look like you went hard last week. Was the turf burn on the side of my leg is like was thir- the size of this was table. Thursday rough? Yeah. So let's talk about Thursday. Let's just talk about like normally we don't try not to date these podcasts, right? But there's no, but no we fucking way we're not talking about Thursday. <laughs> like, let's you know start. This, o- is, this is the Sunday uh, past that Thursday. We don't normally date these podcasts, but yeah, like you said, we have to talk about it. So let's like leading up to the game. Like, what was you guys' kind of mentality? Like, obviously you're thinking you want to win, but I'm just curious. Like, how are you guys feeling? What was like the mood in the team like? Like, what was what was kind of the lead up that week? Because we didn't play against Syracuse, so we only had one game under our belts. Like, how are you guys feeling? You land. Monday, and then you got a game Thursday. Kind of take us through the week. Nah, we were feeling good, honestly. I mean, we've been working all throughout preseason, and, you know, we played against Memphis in preseason. We played against Birmingham in preseason. So we, we were honestly prepared, and we already, like, we knew what, what, what to expect. And honestly, we were, we were excited. We were excited to play, especially at Finley, you know, in front of the fans and sure. everything. So honestly, for us, it was, just, it was just another game. We were ready to go. We were buzzing. We have a good, um, we have a good confident locker room, which I think in in, in those big games carries us over the edge. Um, we have good fans, obviously, that that push us over the edge as well. But I think for for that specific game, that we were we were confident, and it almost felt like we knew we were, we were going to get a result. It's awesome, nice. Well, I mean, you guys came out like you were going to. So Monday, I'm, I assume was an off day since you guys landed Monday back from Syracuse. Uh, we we came back Monday night. We Monday back night. Monday night. So you guys oh had, yeah, we didn't train. So you got a good sleep hopefully on Sunday night after not playing. Yeah, it was yeah. garbage. And we, then so you come back. How was the? Where did you guys fly from into? Um, Atlanta, Syracuse, yeah. Atlanta. And then yeah. bus back. Yeah. Was it direct? Yeah. Okay, so you bus back Tuesday. Is it a regen or was it a, a regular session? Regular. Yeah, regular. regular we train regular Tuesday and Wednesday, and then. And then straight, and then so regular, hard, hard. And then how does preparation work? Like for those of us who were not in the locker room, like do you guys start working on a game plan on Tuesday for the game that's coming? Or like how does that work? Mm. Is it just a regular practice where you just do drills? Like, no, we, I mean, because like I'm just curious, how much do you, are you prepping for the actual opponent for the game on Thursday? Or how much are you just working on like your own stuff? No, yeah, we go over that. I mean, we work on our identity. We already know our identity. So we try to, perfect it as much as possible and yeah we do try to prepare um against who we're playing against you know but usually two days before the game we'll do like 11 v 11 and we'll 
we'll run through what we want to do and what we expect that they're going to do as well. And then, yeah, we just try to go out and execute it two days later. And did uh, you, obviously we said you guys played them in the preseason. How different was it preseason? Because obviously we were 10 days into practice. Yeah. Tate was hurt. Yeah. Like Tate was, it came into camp broken. Uh, how, like, what was that, that game like? I guess Ian can explain. Did you yeah. make that trip, Tate, or were you? I was there. So you were there talking shit from the side? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so speaking of which, uh, spill a little tea here. Kevin got a red card in that, in that, um, that, that was the game he got a red card in, right? In that Memphis uh, friendly. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how much, how much shit were you talking from the sidelines when he got a red? There's no way Tate. Remember. There's no way Tate Robertson was hanging out on the bench just chilling. It was cold that. Yeah, it was cold. Game. I think I was more pissed off that it was cold. And I, was, <laughs> I was just sitting there on the fucking bench. <laughs> Couldn't play. Couldn't play. Just watching. Yeah. How different was it, Ian, from that game to this game? Do you feel like? I mean, it was very different because I think that was what our second week of preseason. Ten days in so, or eight days in? Yeah, yeah. So, so we were still getting. You, you know, probably you probably shape. didn't see their whole team too, right? Like on yeah, the preseason. Yeah. Every, everyone seemed different too, except for like mm-hmm. the goalie. But uh, I mean, you know, the pre preseason is kind of tough because your legs are very heavy, so you're also getting to know everyone because you know a lot of the guys are new too. So uh, obviously, this past Thursday it felt a lot better because just because chemistry wise and fit wise, we were we were flying. Yeah, I mean, there's no better way to start than 46 seconds in to score a goal, <laughs> or 56 <laughs> seconds in. I think yeah. 56 seconds in. Like, how did when that goal went in? What did would you guys feel? Were you like holy shit, or were you like fuck yeah, yeah we got this? That, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely that. We were like, well, let's get another. Let's keep going. I love that. Shout out to Alex. Also, shout out Brett. That pass. That uh, pass that was sweet. Dude. Also, I hope somebody close to him yelled Megs when he megged him. <laughs> like he needed to know that was that was sick. That was so good. We started off, and then it was just yeah, like I, we were really clinical. I mean, you had two assists, right? Yeah, I, I, well, I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know if the first one counts. It, so it's going to count on some, I don't know what they'll give you, but the, I know I know the official statistician, he also helps host his podcast, it's not me. And uh, he definitely gives hockey assists and marks them as such, but MLS assists, right? Because okay. counts as MLS assists. So primary and secondary assists. So you'll get a secondary assist on Re- that. Regardless right. if it was I don't know counted. if Nisa will give you, the, but in, in nah. CFC statistical nah, world, be a, the ball was great. It's whatever. But, I'm just glad the ball went in. That was my <laughs> honestly my favorite part of that goal besides... Uh, Hitting the gritty. Uh, <laughs> I hope you all saw the little. I saw that and I was like, "Fuck!" Did you guys? Did you guys know it was coming? Yeah, yeah, of course, hundred percent. Has he been working on it all every yes, time he scored? Literally, literally. Yeah. Every did y'all day. see that thing I made for the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. I, I, we, my wife and I, had been at John Mayer, and I was like, the whole time I was at that concert, I was like, when I get home, I'm gonna, gonna edit make, it. I'm gonna make that. Yeah. So I went and did it. I thought I had to after I saw it. I'm, by the way, I'm so old that I don't know what that song is. Oh uh, well, yeah. But I mean, like I heard it on when you posted about. It's Justin Jefferson nah, made neither, a famous neither, standard, Don't right, worry, I, I have no idea. I, I just knew the dance. I didn't know the song at I've all. I've seen the dance before only because I've seen people do it. Yeah, me too. But the, my my favorite part of that was the ball in. It was yeah. it was swinging. Was it? It was inward, right? It was, yeah. So it was it was, beautiful. Swing, yeah. it was beautiful. Well, it's not that different from the. It's a different position you played it for, but the same kind of curved ball except you played it on the ground for that the third goal too. Yeah. yeah. And Taylor did such a good job getting there before the keeper did, and the keeper yeah. just hesitated for a split second. Yeah. No, I, I saw Taylor flying, and I was like, I'm just gonna put it over there. I'm pretty sure he's gonna get there. He's fast, so he dude, is quick, man. Dude, he's and he's smooth. He's very, so smooth. Very, he, he's a good player. He's a fun guy to watch. If he puts on twenty pounds in the weight room, he's gonna be a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. He doesn't get pushed around a lot, but like you could tell, like bigger, stronger, more like you know, you get a Michael Kafari, like a real experienced defender. Like they're gonna push him around, right? That's, that's the kind of guy. Like that's how they're gonna try to get to him. 
Like, whereas if he puts on a little bit more, they're not going to be able to. Yeah. Well, my also my favorite part of the celebrations is like obviously we play we the fans sit on one side of Finley, right? So it's it's funny. All almost every goal, the momentum has been where you they've scored in their body. Besides, like I guess Travis, their body's kind of headed away from the fans, and it's yeah. like, wait, hope oh, nope, oh, gonna go yeah. around. Hey, come fans back. are over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> I've. First of all, I like seeing team celebrations. So I loved on your penalty that that got saved and you put right back in. I love seeing the entire team come in. Like that's always good, yeah. right? I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't I don't love seeing like three guys high five and everybody go back. Like I want to see like everybody at unless we're down yeah. unless we're down by one and no, we're then like, no one the high, ball and then, then go get the ball. Yeah, yeah but we weren't we, we weren't all, down. We all know how Smitty feels about that. Yeah, yeah. You got to go. I mean, you got to want to win, right? Yeah. But then like also that was last game. All three celebrations coming towards the Chattahooligans. That was that was fun. Yeah. It was solid. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. You got to celebrate with the people, you know. Yeah, that was that was good. I we, can't. We're gonna have to come find us in Atlanta. You have to let. Yeah, I can't wait for Atlanta. Atlanta's gonna be <laughs> That's good. Gonna be yeah. but, but hold on, the game's not over yet. So middle of the game, um, Frankie gets absolutely unlucky. And do we know if it's an arm break yet? I assume we know, right? Yeah, like, it is. Because yeah, like that's what would have looked like. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Do you know if he can play with a cast? I have no idea. I would assume, but I'm not really sure. Because I've seen guys play with wrist casts. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, I don't know. That sucks, man. Uh, Jab Stan played in two games without anything while well, I broke an arm, but that's an insane Dutch person. So, so, so Tate, were you were you warming up at the time when that happened, or were you just sitting on the bench? Because, you know, obviously, sometimes you guys are warming up, sometimes you're on yeah, the bench, sometimes no, you're I was whatever. Just and so, Rod Churns, he's like, Tate. Yep. Cold turkey. <laughs> were you like, oh, God, don't, don't blow a hammy? Because what did you come into the season with? Was it a hammy? No, it was like a hip flexor thing. Is yeah. that giving you any trouble at all now? Every day. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. Were you worried about it coming in? No, I just take ibuprofen and get through it. Gotcha. Yeah. I should know if you were worried, like, if it's tight, like, do you have to, like, really, like, loosen up and warm up before you play? Or if you can go in um, cold turkey and it's just pain, you have to play through Yeah, it's just, I just play through it. Yeah. Sucks, but. Because stepped it is. right what in. What a warrior. What was that, like, the 25th minute? Something like that. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I think I, so. I didn't really even look at the clock. Honestly. It was pretty yeah, early. It was pretty early. Cause thirty think, around thirty, thirty-five, something. Like yeah. That. yeah, somewhere in there. Cause yeah, twenty to thirty-five, somewhere in that in that range. Yeah. And then like coming in cold turkey, how'd that feel? Because you were, st- I mean, you were starting before that on the weekend game, but then the game got canceled. Yeah. So like, I I would think this like it sucks when somebody gets hurt, but it's also like got to be a little bit cathartic to be like, all right, I'm coming in, mm-hmm. even though it sucks. Like it's now's my chance to like, you know make a difference in a game that we were up one nothing at that point um yeah i i just went in just to try to do my thing and if i do it well it'll help the team so it's just pretty simple is it nice to be back to the eight yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely different from what i was doing last year for sure um but it's fun i mean we're playing with i get to play with good really good players this this season and and they make me look better so <laughs> It's pretty easy. When you've got some some positional flexibility, which will allow you to take time at the six, yeah. If if Rod chooses to play you there, take time at the two or the right back. Excuse me, take take time at at the eight. Like mm-hmm. you can move around. Hopefully, not playing center back. Please yeah. no please no more center backs get I hurt. I don't want to play center back ever. I mean, you'll be starting at the six, and I feel like you'll be starting at the six, and Rich will be starting at the center back if we lose another one. Yeah, probably. Rich can play anywhere though, so yeah. he's, he's yeah. another one of those guys that that can is very versatile and. Yeah. And can do a good job wherever he is. I just remember in Greenville, he uh, he played the last. He played like ten minutes at the six at the left sided. I'm sorry, not the six. Ten minutes left sided center back, right at the end. And it's like, all right, well, there's your backup center back after Colin. Yeah, the the man that doesn't age. Yeah, dude, Rich is he's timeless, man. <laughs> I love that nuts. dude. He's timeless, and he's like he's so different from like last year. It's a, 
unbelievably different way to play a similar position, but like completely different. I also think that is comes from the like literal breath of fresh air that is the system that we play now compared mm-hmm. to how we have in the past. I mean, we've all wanted that. My friend Zach and I constantly talk about like when we see a lineup now versus what we used to see last season. It's like oh, like I now I'm like oh. I mean, we were going to watch the game no matter what, but man, when we see lineups now, we're just way more excited about being on the ball and moving for and, and going mm-hmm. forward, yeah. like how we're going to play the game. It's just so much more entertaining. It's, it's freaking awesome. What'd you guys think when, uh, when Memphis scored their goal and that finish? God, that was a screamer. Absolute yeah, rocket. Really good. good finish. But they, I mean, they have good players as well. So we knew that he scored a goal and we're just like, all right, we just get on with it. Yeah. So it, there was no, it didn't like, because it didn't look like you guys. Like no lost any down. confidence at all? Yeah, yeah. No, because nah, things happen. You just got to move forward. If you keep thinking about the play, you're just going to bring yourself down. You yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. That was a nasty. That yeah, was shot. a great shot. How much time do you guys spend working on corners or set pieces in general? But it's specifically corners in this case. But or if you don't want to tell us, you don't have to. You don't have to tell us what no. you worked on. But I'm curious how much time you guys spend. No, we 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 do improvise a lot on corners. I think we just try to get the creative guys on the ball and. And just mm-hmm. just have faith in them to to do something, and because it can I mean that second goal comes from obviously from a corner, yeah. Like, and it it looked though it looked not in a, in a good way. It looked like well practiced, like two yeah. runners crashing the back. No, like, yeah, that was I, I, honestly that was more improvised than anything. Really? Yeah, yeah. They they, they kind of give us that freedom to just you know express ourselves mm-hmm. and how we want, and it just. So it's more situational. So you can choose yeah. to go long or go short. There's no one telling you like yeah you got to yeah. do this, you got to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, I love that. What's it like playing for Coach Rod? I mean, I'm not asking you guys to talk like a bad or good about your previous coaches or whatever. I'm just curious what it's like. You know, you're both new to a to to yeah. Rod. Like, what's it been like so far? Um, good. I think he's he's very demanding in what he wants, and and that's kind of infectious towards the players. Like, um, it's it's obviously very possession oriented. So if we don't have the ball. He gets mad, and that kind of trickles down, and then we try to go win the ball back as fast as we can, and then we do our thing. Um, that's a very like vague way to put mm-hmm. his system, but um, it's good. No, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, from uh, from the type of player I am, like it, the system fits real well with me because mm-hmm. I like having the ball. I don't like chasing after a ball that much. Uh, but he does, like, like Tate said, he demands a lot. He pushes us to be even better every day. So so that's really nice. Um, I lo- like the system that we have of keeping the ball is is awesome as well. Honestly, he, he's a very good coach. He's a good he's good at uh, motivating players. He motivates us very in a very mm-hmm. positive manner before every game, every practice. It's it's very different. I've never been in something like in an atmosphere like this before with a coach like him. Nice, nice. It looked like I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what he said to you guys at halftime, but it looked like after the game he was very pleased because they had that video from the locker room of you guys celebrating, which was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I, I've watched it several times today. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's great. Um, this is a, actually a Jay question. What do you guys think percentage wise the game is physical versus mental? So like, what percentage physical? What percentage mental? I think that majority is uh, mental. I think. Obviously, you do need some physical because you need to be in shape, you know, leg-wise and lung-wise. But uh, I think the game is mostly mental because, like, you know, a lot of people talk about physicality being big and strong. But, you know, you look at Iniesta, you look at Xavi, you look, you look at Messi, and it's they're not physically right. beasts. Mm-hmm. They're just mentally ahead, you know, ahead of everyone. So I think I think majority of the game is, is mental because, uh, you know, if your mind's right, then your legs are going to work. 
That's pretty that's decent. Pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I think that question stems from growing up playing hockey because there are literal positions in hockey and literal roles where you are on the ice to break another team mentally by absolutely hitting the shit out of somebody so that they're afraid to pick their head up whenever they're skating. So yeah. I've always been interested in that physical aspect because it is completely different when it comes to the game of soccer. Like, yeah. and I think you, I, yeah, you articulated it beautifully as you pour your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't kidding. He just keeps keeps yeah, drinking just, it. Uh, how do you guys get your cardio work besides training? Do you guys do anything specific? Treadmill, run on the road, or anything like that? I ride a Peloton. That's why I'm still that out of the, shape. That is the whitest thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> no, it's not, but it's very close. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, just just do the you know normal stuff. Ride a bike, go on for a run. Treadmill, yeah, sure, but I I like to do it outside. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's kind of a shitty answer. But what did you do in the <laughs> what did you do in the off season to stay fit? Before or when did you get hurt? I should ask. Actually, like January. So you didn't do much running in the off season. No, I just worked out. <laughs> you're like you did the Sean Hoff and just hit the gym. Yeah, yeah. Brought to you by Sean Hoff. Um, no, I, I just I I got hurt like, jeez, oh like the beginning of January. Just um, I was literally playing a co-ed league with my friends. I was doing dumb shit, and I shot a ball, and I felt it go, and that was it. Oh, it's like indoor f- or outdoor? Indoor. It was like a fourth, like a D-League co-ed team with just a bunch of my friends. Hell yeah. Stupid. I we mean, you got to stay fit somehow. Yeah, I mean, you'll, not you'll, that you'll do it. You'll do it better next time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Actually, probably not, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty fun to play with them. Ian, how, did you, uh, how do you get your cardio in during the season and in the, during the off-season? During the season, honestly, I just I just leave it at practice. I try not to run outside of practice because I want to be 100% for, obviously, for training. Uh, during the off-season, you know, when I go back to Colorado, obviously, the altitude helps. Mm. Uh, so, oh, yeah. I, I, sure. I just be going on some decently long runs. And, on, honestly, that's about it. But I don't really... I don't really play indoor or, or do anything contact-wise during the off-season just in case I do something stupid and get hurt shots fired yeah whatever <laughs> also you you feel like you feel like a, you feel like you'd be the most uh, the the biggest pain in the ass to play with indoor because you'd be so you're it. so technical you would murder people i love i, I love futsal uh i played a lot of futsal also sure. Tate, you, you would be you'd be really annoying to play with in futsal too because you low center of gravity turns you like to turn yeah. turn shoulder turn shoulder turn shoulder turn before you turn around and you'll get cracked too yeah and i'll probably value a bunch yeah and you're not and you're not like six foot four so you're not like like if you're a bigger guy like you know that that length doesn't help you on a small mm-hmm. but like being a little bit you know what are you six foot give or take sure okay <laughs> yeah give you six foot like if you're if you're six foot rather than six four you're gonna be a lot more suited i feel like in an indoor to like make quick movements yeah. like take for sure agree yeah now back to that cardio question. Uh, if you're doing cardio, well, I guess so. Primarily uh, off season, are you? What do you guys listen to while you do that? Do you listen to music or a podcast or anything like that? Um, majority music, uh, a lot of upbeat music. I listen to a lot of reggaeton. Uh, Beautiful and, and trap music. That's, that's yeah, trap that's music basically for sure. It, especially when working out, just. Yeah. So hustle. you, but by you working out, you do listen to something, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, neither of you to. are psychopaths. Yeah, no, have I to. have to listen to something. You don't want to hear your heartbeat? No. no. I think K Sack last year wouldn't listen to anything. Really? K Sack's psycho, bro. He's a weirdo. We there's get, a there's a we, thing. We here. miss you, Jimmy Two Phones. We, yeah. we we have pretty much we realize that we can diagnose people if they're a psychopath or not by whether <laughs> they listen to something while they work out. There's been or like not. three people on this podcast who've been like, "No, I like to hear the sound of my feet hitting the pavement." I hate it. Yeah, it drives so me crazy. 
No, why I would you do, do that? Like, no, get I out of here. The only person that's getting away with it is Chris Nugent said, I'm not, I'm currently not listening to anything because I keep breaking headphones and I'm punishing myself for breaking headphones. I could be no, responsible with my headphones. He's, he's crazy. He runs away too much. Yeah. Oh, I see his post tagged 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. on Instagram yeah, every eight, day. Mi- eight miles. I'm waking up at 7 a.m. <laughs> this guy already ran Yo, eight the, miles. The discipline. That's yeah, insane. Dude. I don't have that at all. But you know, like, I think if you, you guys are obviously obsessed with soccer, right? Like, or obsessed with sports, certainly, mm-hmm. like, and a pursuit of something. So it's, it sounded like when we interviewed him, like he was obsessed with soccer to a certain point and now running has taken the place of that. Oh, wow. Like, you know, he does marathons and he competes against himself and he wants to hit these certain milestones for himself. And that's how he gets like, I don't, I'm, I'm, I am very much putting words in his mouth, but kind of paraphrasing what he said, get that demon out, right? Like get that, that need to compete mm-hmm. to running, but he's not running against other people necessarily. He's running against times he wants to hit kind of like you in golf. I, yeah. would, I would guess. Yeah. So I respect that. I want to do neither of those. Nah, no, I'm all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> do uh do either of you have a soccer superstition? Like no. you have to put your left sock on first. I think or, Ian's uh, got some. I mean, it, being being Argentinian, we're very uh, superstitious in a lot of things. I to be honest, I don't know. I don't. What happens if you I, forget I your mate? F- huh? What happens if you forget your mate? I, I mean, to be honest, like last trip to Syracuse, I didn't take my mate just because I just didn't want to deal with security. It's a bad omen. We didn't play. That's why we didn't play. There you go. No. Rod heard, and he said, "We're not playing." <laughs> no, my thing, no game. <laughs> no, uh, no. I, I just try to have a routine. I, I don't think I'd say superstitious, but I try to have the same routine, same things every game. I don't know if I've ever talked about. It. I've ever told you about Barry Trotz. Do you know who he is? I, I do. So he's a Preds coach for yeah. the entirety of their first. Uh, 12 years, 10 to 12 years, I believe. He used to, at the beginning of the game, they have a countdown, they have a video, and he would walk from the tunnel onto the bench at 126, whether he was home or away, and we would sit there and we would count it and watch him every single time he came to the bench, 126, and he was like, if I don't do that, I'll go insane. That's why, he's win- that's why he wins Stanley Cups, I guess, you know? Yeah, that's how we got a Stanley Cup. Oh, wait. Dude, chill out. <laughs> he wasn't there, dude. Get with yourself. What's your, what's your favorite pregame meal? All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sam, uh, I usually eat salmon, salmon with some rice before a game. Spielman and I usually get pub subs. Yeah. Dude, let's yes. fucking let's go. go. I'm a, I'm addicted to pub this subs. This pub this this pod stands for pub subs. Yeah, yeah for sure. Or uh, the uh, fucking chicken tender sub. Let's go, dude. Have you ever I'm, got the wrap, I, so dude? Yeah. I'll do the buffalo chicken wrap. They'll take the tenders. Oh yeah. Toss it in chicken with lettuce, tomato, and ranch. Oh my god! Just I do boar's nice. head turkey usually because I like, and then I'll do that like wheat bread with all the like stuff on top of it. Oh, dude, the five green. Yeah, five green. That's what I'm, it's a, called. I'm a connoisseur but sometimes, of pub subs, bro. Dude, sometimes <laughs> I'll go through and I'll be like, all right, can I get you know this meat or that meat? And then, you know they'll cut whatever you want if you got time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah they got the deli oh, right man. there, bro. And then the the boar's head like. The mayo and the mustard, it's like such a cut above like anything else. It's outrageously good. Oh, do we need to get a sponsor? Oh my God. Now, get, I just ate and I'm, I want to eat again right now. Like, <laughs> dude, I had one today. Did you? Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just sit there, sit there, and watch the Masters need a pub sub. And the, the, uh, what's it, City in Liverpool? Oh, I, I, I don't know what happened. Tell me what happened. 2 2. Yeah. Um, was it good? It, it was good, like a fun it game. It was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, for sure. Nice. I missed it. I was. I remember what I was doing. Well, Something else. Sterling is not a striker. That's all I got from that game. They played him at striker, and it's like I don't know what Pepsi is. He continues to do it, and he continues to miss goals. So literal sitters, like he just misses. And then Jesus was awful too. 
So obviously, I pay, he's, a, I pay attention. He's a City fan. So I, have Kevin, I have the Lego Kevin De Bruyne right here. <laughs> that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, actually, uh, a family member of mine is a, a scout in the southern region of the UK for the oh. Yokohama and the um, uh, Mincer family. So he tour, he uh, does that for Man City primarily, but also for NYCFC and uh, uh, teams in Asia and in the uh, uh, Emirates League. Oh, that's, cool. that's cool. Yeah. So that's kind of like birthed into it. So I watched it when I was really young. Actually, we had a computer that was like dedicated to getting viruses because that's the only way you could watch soccer back then uh, when <laughs> streaming first became a thing. Um, yeah. So it's been crazy. But I'm also very genuine to uh, CFC. It's definitely my number one. What's your favorite post game meal besides mm. beer? Oh, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have one. You, you, I'll just you eat, eat anything. Okay, I was just yeah, saying, but you do eat. Yeah, I have to. Tate's like, yeah, yeah, pub sub. Sometimes I run into one <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, I can't eat yet. Like, No, I have to eat or else I'll drop like five pounds and I'll be featherweight and I don't want that. Yeah, I'll eat whatever, honestly. Mm-hmm. How you guys feel about pizza after I'm, the game? It's kind of sick gets, of it. gets old, right? Yeah, that's all we have yeah. after games. Just because it's easy for someone to order. Yeah. 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 Dude, my, well, I mean, they, Especially away teams. Any, oh, at, yeah. After any physical exertion, like I play hockey every Thursday, and I typically it's in Southside. I typically roll over to Dos Bros. That's my favorite pre, like any kind of workout or anything. It's just a giant bowl of rice and whatever else is in there. I just stuff my face. Shout oh, out yeah. to Dos Bros. Shout out Dos Bros. Uh, favorite beer at Chattanooga Brewing Company after a win, preferably like uh, the other night. Did you guys have a have a beer after the uh, uh, after the game? Hill City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hill City. Yeah, the only one I've ever had was a Chattahooligan. Good choice. Yeah, Good yeah. choice. I, I was that was the the recommendation. So, I yeah, had to, had to take up on that. My, my favorite is the Chestnut Brown. It's probably my favorite beer of all time. Yeah, Chestnut Street Brown is is up there. It tastes really good, and if you really want to go hard, it's not very hard to do that. I drink. See, I drink the Faultless and the Chattahooligan because it's I'm so gassed after games, or it's so hot, like sick with some light. Yeah, for sure. But Chestnut Street Brown is probably the best beer they make, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, what do you guys do in your free time right now? Like, what do you? Mm. Are either of you coaching or anything? I am. Yeah. How's that? It's good. How old are the kids? Um, what are they? Two thousand eight um, girls. So what? Thirteen eighth graders. Nice. Is this your first time coaching? Uh, no, I, I did a boy. I had a boys team last year, and then uh, this. So when I first got here, I had a boys team, and then I started coaching the girls team as well. So do you have the same kids you had last year? Yeah, nice. It's so you know them a little bit at least. No, I know them well. Yeah, but it's it's good. It's good. They're cool. It's it's like um, it's definitely weird. Like if you haven't worked with like twelve to thirteen to fourteen year old girls before, you got to know how to talk to them and all this. And it's a completely of, different dynamic. Yeah, because yeah. you can kind of say whatever you want to like a fourteen year old boy. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you be girls, careful. You don't girls, want you have to be a little more careful. But I, yeah. I actually really like our group. They're they're fun to be nice. around for sure. I've coached both, but the girls were my favorite. I agree. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, same. sometimes uh, I'll notice in practice with with the young kids, uh, boys specifically. I would be like, okay, here's the deal, and it would be like in one ear, out the mm-hmm. other. And it yeah. seems like the girls retain information a lot. They definitely work. listen way more, in my experience, um, and they they're much. I don't know. I feel like they're they're nicer as well. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not gonna get pissed off at them. They 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 give me patience. So that's probably a plus for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Ian, you're not doing any coaching yet. No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing anything right now. This is the first time I uh, I have some free time because I've been just doing school. 
Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I would go to practice and then I come back to school, like internship stuff. So now I'm kind of just chilling. How's right that feel? Now. It's it, it's pretty good, but at the same time, I feel like I need to be doing something. But you know, I I try to go to the gym a lot, and you know, obviously if the weather's nice, I go to the pool. You know, just try to keep my mind uh, at peace. Nice. Uh, what is your favorite non-soccer sport, Tate? I'm assuming yours is golf. Yes, sir. And that's watching too, not just playing. Oh yeah, I watch it all day. Where does the NFL sit on that? Uh, on that higher. Oh, Yo, hey, shit. wait, you're Hold you're on. a Bengals fan, right? Big Bengals fan. Yeah, I saw your I saw your social. Um, he yeah, said shit. the best day of his life was. Uh, I had I had three best day of my life in January in a row. Yeah, yeah sure. It was. Yeah. It was Did you go to any of those games? Uh, I went to the first one against the Raiders. That's awesome. How was the atmosphere? Fantastic. But it was lit, dude. There was there was uh it was sold out. That was, I think that was the Bengals attendance record as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. And then yeah, uh great. and then Ryan Tannehill threw you two great passes to give you guys the game in Tennessee. I was there. Where were you? Really big Titans fan. Yeah, I grew up oh. with Jeff Fisher's son, so I oh, grew up okay. grew up on the Titans sidelines, just hanging out with oh, friends. That's dope. Me and my Jesus. me and two of my best friends, Trent and Mac. Jay's got connections. So I, I, I'm from Nashville okay. originally. So, but yeah, big Titans fan. I was really, really let down. But also, I just think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are just the most swagged Dude. out motherfuckers. <laughs> They're so cool. I love them. Joey's, Joey Burrow it's is so it's is so crazy. it's so hard to hate them. Like oh, I know, and I, so and I watched them. I'm a Georgia fan, so I went to the SEC, the like big oh, Georgia yeah, fan. I went yeah, to the yeah. SEC championship when LSU dismantled us. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but watching those two guys in person play together twice was in like it's just this like undeniable connection they're it's fantastic. super cool i fucking love them <laughs> yeah love they're them awesome so. i have a big uh, joe burrow cutout in our yeah. apartment nice <laughs> first day i met him that's the first thing i saw walk into the apartment i saw the it's big cutout it's like not like, a door you can move anything but not him yeah dude joe burrow i i just it's insane to think about oh, where he's where he came from, how he transferred, how what he did for a program, literally best probably the best college football team of all time. Probably yeah. was when he was at the helm of that group. It was insane. Yeah, it's, it's so nuts. Ian walks in and takes like there's one non negotiable. Joe Burrow stays. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't. I'm getting Super Bowl. I was like still act this close from the TV. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't move. Uh, what sorry, about, I don't want to talk. Sorry, about buddy. It. Yeah, it's worst day. What about That's you, the worst Tate? day of my life. I mean, sorry. What about you, Ian? I don't want to ask Tate what, again. A, a sport? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really like Formula One. Hey, my guy. Did you watch, did you watch the race this morning? Form- no, no, I didn't. It was you know, stay up obviously for that. in Australia. Yeah, so the I watched, time the, just watched the beginning threw of it. me off. It happened, at, it happened at one a.m. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah no, I was, I was catching up with that. I was asleep. I was asleep. Uh, now I'm a big Formula One fan. That's for sure. I love cars. Love racing. Yeah. Same. Do you have a particular team or a driver you pull for? Um, you know, growing up, I I always loved Ferrari, especially because of Michael Schumacher. Mm-hmm. You know, those days. Um, I did start leaning towards uh, Red Bull a little bit more. I li- I really like Verstappen. I think he's very good. But yeah, he's incredible. Obviously, Hamilton's the goat, but uh, I I really like Verstappen. It's it's hard to root for Hamilton because he's the goat. It's like rooting it's for tough. the Yankees. Yeah, it's tough. Like he yeah. he is the greatest. Like probably the greatest of all time. He's still probably the best driver driving, even though he's a little bit older, right? Like and, he's still just the best. Yeah. But like it feels like yeah, it's like if you like him, you like the Yankees, you like yeah, the Patriots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the you th- like so, Barcelona, so it's like, you know, you like all the yeah. best. So like I respect the hell out of him. Like he's and I, I'm not like he and he wins with class too. So like yeah. I love that. But like at the other part, I don't want to see him win anymore. He's won. So I started yeah. watching Formula One when he was already in his winning streak. It was like yeah, 2014 yeah, yeah. or 2015, and he's won every 
Verstappen was the only the second time that anyone else has won. Rosberg yeah. was the other Nico, time, yeah, yeah. and Nico won and then retired. It was still Mercedes' car. So yeah, like, that, that, I'm just so tired of Mercedes. Yeah, Mer- Mer- Mercedes always had the best car, and so everybody got annoyed. And they were like, "Oh, Lewis Hamilton's winning because he drives a Mercedes. Like that's why." But it's, it's not exactly like it is yeah. partially true, certainly yeah, to an extent. But he's also like you see what he's able to do. Like why can't Botas win? Yeah, like, exactly. Why could Nico only win the one? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's true. He's a monster. A lot, a lot of my family uh, that come from the UK, they're George Russell. Oh, they, yeah. And they all love Mercedes. The young guy. Yeah. Love George. I like George Russell. I love that he stepped into that car, into Lewis's car when Lewis got COVID last year. Yeah, last year, yeah. And still beat Botas. And like, and I don't I don't dislike Botas, but it was just like such a like, yeah, fun nice. moment. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I tried, but I didn't, I wasn't able to make it to Nashville for those races whenever they had... Uh, was that F one they had? No, there? they had IndyCar. That's Indy. Uh, Indy, okay, okay. I know they're Matt they're, went they're to different. That. Matt, yeah, went to I that. wanted to go to that so bad. I just, I just like racing in general. I mean, yeah, me I grew up in a very redneck area where it was so, <laughs> it's called a run what you brung, and it's like <laughs> you know a bunch of dudes with old school Chevys and they're maxed out that That's turbo it. and whatnot in it. And then I got into like real cars and like started understanding like how to really drive, like how to hit an apex yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And then I started watching Formula One and I was like. I don't really follow it a whole lot, but I, I'll turn it on, and it's like I'm I'm here the rest of the day. Yeah. It's the it. one. It's the first lap too. The first lap of a Formula One race crucial. It is even just that first thirty seconds is some of the best thing in sports. Yeah. Like just that you could watch the first thirty seconds of a race and then come back for the last five laps, and maybe you didn't miss anything. Maybe you did, but like the most important part of the race is that first lap. Yeah. It's just so fun. Well, I think is hilarious. Is the next question is what's your favorite TV slash Netflix show? And I just want to say that I think a lot of people these days are getting into F1 all of a sudden because of that. Yeah. Uh, drive to survive. Drive to survive. Drive to survive. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden there's like all these people I knew are like, yeah, I like F1. I'm like, yo. It's the best thing. It's the best thing that could have ever happen to F1. Seriously. Yeah. It's like 100%. it's like FIFA blowing up in the United States. Because of, of, ga- of the game. Mm-hmm. Did, you watch, did you watch Drive to Survive, Tate? Yeah, don't because you'll either. get into Formula One. Yeah, yeah. So Formula One's more about narrative than anything else because it's not fair. Like it's not like NASCAR where there's like similar like what cars or whatever, and yeah. like it's everything's unfair. Like some teams are spending like five hundred million dollars, some teams are spending a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So like they're not. It's not fair. So the storylines are what keep you. So if you get sucked in by the storyline and drive to survive, you're sucked in. Yeah. That's how I look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. What that's is all, what is your me. favorite sh- show? Do you binge in anything currently? Um, currently. Um What's oh Jesus Christ? Uh, Queen of the South. I haven't watched it. I've, I watched the first like six episodes a while back. It's really good, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Do you, I enjoyed do you it. Like it. Yeah, I did. I just never watched it again. I just got <laughs> so I watched it with my wife, and then she like didn't like it as much, and then like we just I never came back to it. I'm on like I'm like halfway through the the second season. Okay, so I was in the, somewhere in the first season that I could yeah. watch it. No, it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You anything you're watching on Netflix? I don't even have a Netflix account, but uh, <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I do. I honestly really enjoy 90 Day Fiance, though. I find oh, it yeah. hilarious. My wife loves that I find show. it hilarious, yeah. I, would, yeah. I can't. It, it drives me bananas. It's Ra- hilarious. Rachel's, Rachel's watching The Ultimatum. Have you seen anything uh-uh. for that? Oh, my God. I think Nick Lachey and his wife, I think they're the literal devil. It's like, hey, you like love? Let's make it terrible. And then put you on television. But it's also <laughs> kind of cringy because I'll, I'll like watch sports and I'll be like, yo, that bitch is nuts. Oh, I swear I'm not watching. Okay, I'm done. I'm <laughs> <watching> <laughs> All right, I got some teammate-related questions for y'all. Um, and some of these are going to be about the team in general. Some of them are going to be roommate questions between the two of you. So who's the best FIFA player on the team? Uh, well, I think I am, honestly. Uh, I, I've beaten Tate. I've beaten Spiels by a lot. Uh oh. Uh oh. So I'm uh, I'm claiming that spot for sure. What did uh 
what what team do you play with? Do you have one particular team? Uh, no, it all, it all it all varies. Honestly, it it, it all depends what. Like I've been playing against Nick Spielman a lot, and Spiels plays with Man United every time, right? Yeah, he started to change it. He started picking Barcelona and Bayern. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I, I depends on what he picks. I I pick. Okay, yeah, I try to keep. Tate, who do you play with? And and is Ian right? Is he good? Time, he's, I don't know if he's good. He gets pretty lucky a lot. But. Yeah, but I won. <laughs> um, who do I play with? Who do I play with? Chelsea. Yeah, oh, you I, picked PSG that one time. Oh shit, I did. PSG. Yeah. That's cheating. PSG is cheating in this that's game. Cheating. You know who else is low key cheating? France. Oh, yeah. depending, on, oh yeah, depending on who yeah. they called up, because like their last roster was not good, but the roster, like when they have Benzema in their roster, which they just recently started doing again, dude, it's all like nineties and high eighties. Like it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. well, he, it's gonna be over if uh, he plays in the World Cup. Oh now. my god, it's done. Yeah, might as well just hand it to him. One, right? one of my favorite squads I play with now is super weird and super random. I call them my dark horse team now, but I've been playing a lot of online versus because when you play versus, you have to match up with similarly ranked teams. Mm-hmm. I play with yeah. Palermo. Oh, okay. They got some freaking Syria B Palermo. Yeah, they have some oh. speedsters on their team, and then you you play like you'll play somebody. I feel like it's mostly English people because you get like Norwich and you get like a bunch of random like lower Burnley teams like that, but mostly from Championship too and stuff like so that. So I was really fun to. Play. I was played with Fiorentina, and then I got a lot of like Mexican league teams. I would get like America, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, teams like those that. Are, those are but I get fun also, to play but with then too. All the five star skillers are are there. Yes, yes, exactly. Or Liverpool, I'd get Liverpool, which Liverpool's way better than Fiorentina. Or if um, I got a PS5, and that's fun, but there's not enough people with PS5, so like the overall pool of mm. players isn't very big. So I get yeah. matched up with PSG like three in a row, <laughs> and like I'm like, dude, I'm a four and a half star team with I don't have a single player over like 83. Yeah, like you're toast. I was like, I'm I'm getting massacred. Yeah. Like have, absolutely. Massacred. Have you guys ever been nerdy enough to dabble into Ultimate Team? Oh, 100. Yeah. percent uh, Last year I was just engulfed with uh with uh, foot champs. Nice. Same. Mm-hmm. I play. I do. I typically play every weekend and try and uh, yeah. match up. I, I haven't played twenty two as uh, much as I'd like to. Work's been insane. But on twenty one, they had all of the random where they would boost the American players. I had the most oh, yeah. OP American squad ever. Every inform for every American player, even yeah. like uh, Agudelo, Juan Agudelo. Mm-hmm. I had an eighty nine Juan Agudelo. I was like, dude, you are you are definitely like a seventy, like, bro. I have a life. Waldo Juan Agudelo jersey. Do you really? Yeah. Al Godello just signed for Birmingham Legion. Yeah, yeah I saw that. It's insane. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. I hope he's it's funny hope, we're talking about him. I, I had an 89 card and he's on a USL <laughs> championship team. It's crazy because he's only like 28 or 29, I think. Yeah, not, yeah something like that. He's Sounds not that weird. old. But he's like, the thing is, USL is getting better. USL championship is getting a lot better. So hopefully he can go there and make some, some of those teams pay some real money. So hopefully he can go like launch himself again. Sure. And like, you know, because he hasn't yeah. been, when, when was the last time he was a, a factor in MLS? Three four years ago, at least. Yeah. God, the last time I even saw him was when we played Panama in the Gold Cup. Uh, God, so many years back when he was when he was playing for USA when he had the the blonde hair oh, pulled yeah. back mm-hmm. when it was braided but pulled back, which Dude, was, he was very swaggery. He was so saucy, Swagadello, baby. Nice. Swagadello. <laughs> who eats the most on the team? I know it's early, but who's the who can throw it down? Probably Colin. Colin Spiels. Well, Spiel's not going to like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine, right? Sure. Who are the gym rats? Brett. And me, Jonesy. Yeah? Yeah. Who skips leg day and just goes for upper body? Me. Nick. I mean, uh, me. And <laughs> yeah, sorry. No I, legs? I hate working on my legs. I hate it. It's all upper body. You think it's going to make you uh, slow or are you just lazy? No, I just I just want my legs to feel fresh every okay. day. Okay. So it's, it is a professional, like whatever. Yeah. That's fair. 
Who's the best singer of the roommates? You two. Who's a better singer? Probably him. I'm always singing. You got a go-to karaoke I, I song? good. No, I, I really don't. I did have to sing uh, at a wing. Sing it or wing, wing it? Wing it? Yeah, yeah. What'd you sing? That was terrible. Uh, Despacito. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. Everyone looked at me all weird, but I was like, like, I'm doing it. You're like, I can speak Spanish, therefore I can actually sing the real words to the song, <laughs> yes. not just the Despacito. No, yeah. When I requested the song, the lady goes, are, are you going to mumble through the Spanish parts? I was like, no, no, I actually know Spanish. Like, We're good. She's like, all right. Say, what did you, did you sing last season? I assume yeah. it's a new player thing, Mr. right? Mr. Brightside, yeah. Mr. What good yeah. song choice. Thank you. Thank you. Good song choice. Uh, best cook slash chef on the team. Mm. I have no idea. I, have, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We don't. How, how about between you two? Who's the cook? We make a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, he can have that title. Yeah, I don't really care. Nah, it's yeah. it's whatever. <laughs> Tate's not competitive today. No. no. <laughs> uh, which roommate's the cleanest, the tidiest? Probably him too. Yeah, for sure. Him. Yeah, I'm always trying to clean stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm clean enough, but fastest player on the team. Oof. Oof. That's tough. This was an easy answer last year. It's not anymore. Who was it last year? Ryan Marcano. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, he's still running. Yeah. Somewhere. Still, yeah, probably. He's, he's currently posting shirtless pictures from the beach. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, he's jacked. Dude, he is looking jacked, dude. What's Juicy. funny is him and another absolute speedster playing together at... Uh, at so- Southern States. For a former CFC uh, player who's the manager there. Yeah. Carl Reynolds. Yep. Shout Clayton out. and Clayton and uh, yeah, it's wild, yeah, dude. They so thought mob had their score and uh, Mason Walsh, who's Mason also Walsh, another CFC player, super fast CFC player. And they had Danny Reynolds last year who played for CFC. They had yep, couple, I think they had another guy or two. Uh, the thought mob had their score wrong the other night, and it listed them as being up three one on Birmingham. Oh, yeah, and we were like people like what? Yeah. And yeah, then like yeah. turns out you know they were down. Yeah, um, I don't know who the fastest guy is. We got some pretty cool guys. I think Taylor's pretty fast. Yeah, probably. Probably Jonesy, right? Maybe. Is he? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 quick. I, I want to say I'm fast. Tate's not giving Jonesy any credit today. Yeah, no, he's no, not. can't. Hmm. Sauciest player on the team. Hammer Taylor. Yeah. Is that a new one? Sauciest. Love it. That's yeah. why I was asking you guys for input when I was making these today. Oh yeah. We haven't yeah. had roommates on yet this year. I was like, we need some more roommate questions. Ian or Taylor? Yeah. You you agree? I'll yeah, I'll take it. Why not? That's a good compliment. I I enjoy I enjoy the sauce level uh, of you two. I like I, I like Damian as well. Damian. Oh shit! Yeah, Damian too. Damian's class. He can dribble. Love Dude. that kid. He's he uh, as somebody said, um, the best dribbler in Nisa, and he might be. Like he is. He's a problem. He is a problem. He's very good. Yeah, I, was, I brought a friend to the Maryland game, and uh, I remember when he was looking at. At Damien, and he was like, oh, he's so much smaller. And I was like, yeah, just well, just wait. Just wait. He's Because he gets in those situations where like, oh, he lost the ball. He definitely did not lose the ball, and he's now he's completely so running away from somebody. He has a little bit of that thing that Messi has, and I'm not trying to like, it's just like it's easy to compare because you like we all know who Messi is. Like when you have that low center of gravity, he doesn't get pushed off the ball like you would think he would. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't get man. People are throwing arms he, at him, and he he's can not. He can still get pushed, but like it's, he just, he keeps the ball, and he keeps his center of gravity like, Pretty well. He's a good player. Yeah, I like him. I'm ex- man. I'm excited. I'm so excited. They signed him and that they mm-hmm. gave him like that. Mm-hmm. That deal is really, really big for soccer in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, that. Hundred percent. It, it prevents. A, it prevents. Excuse me. It provides a new way for guys that want to skip college. Yeah, sure. I mean, had that been available for a yeah, guy like you, I, I wish I had that. Yeah, like you know, yeah, yeah would have been amazing. Um, 
there are four goalkeepers in camp. This is a me question. I figure I, I should make sure I ask this one. There's four goalkeepers in camp, right? Uh, who's the most likely to make you look silly while pressing? Little touch, juke you, maybe Meg you. Because I know I'm sure you're doing a lot of pressing in practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. KG. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Beretta's not pulling any uh, wild, saucy moves. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I didn't know. I, I don't know. I've not seen him. He's he's got good feet. So he's got good feet. I was just curious if any of those guys were uh, were real ballsy in practice. With I know uh, you saw that uh, that what Ederson did oh today. God. I thought he was. <laughs> oh my crazy. god! Me too. Me yeah. too. And then he just passed it, and I was like, "Yo!" So nonchalant with the pass too. Yeah, it could have been one of the uh, best slash worst own goals ever. <laughs> if that had uh, happened, I'll show you later. I would love. I would love to see it. Insane. It was funny. Yeah, it, the ball literally was probably like what, like six inches. I actually thought it went in on the line. It was crazy. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it went in. Who's uh, who's most likely to make you in practice? Um, probably one of those three: Ian Taylor, uh, Damian. Yeah, I agree. Damian yeah. Taylor. Got to keep your. Le- you got to watch your legs. Yeah, I just didn't know if there's one They're person that might be like you know all the time going. For, Spiels is going, or you know somebody just going for Megs and talking shit. Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, all, all the time. If I lose, I lose it. But yeah. if, I, if I pull it off, yeah, how does great. how does Rod feel about it if you go for a Meg and you lose it? Oof, uh, <laughs> that'd be probably be a pretty big problem. Yeah, yeah. Were Honestly. you you were you were not on the team yet in 2020 when Ray Lee in our first ever mm-hmm. Nisa game megged a dude in the box? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, in our that. own box, undressed yeah. oh him. God. It was beautiful. Total stop. Foot on top of the ball. Guy comes up, just rolls it in our right own box, through. like six yards out of goal. Like it's a clear goal if he like just takes, but he just megs him and just starts dribbling. Yeah, right I'll right find it. It's on our Instagram. Oh good. my god! Uh, best dressed on the team. I mean, we got some. Yeah, we. We, we have some guys who dress pretty mm-hmm. pretty well, to be honest. I kind of like Taylor's stiz a little bit. Taylor has a different style. And, you got a little bit of that. Ki- Did you have a little bit of that Kyle De Silva kind of like not the same, but like different? Because Kyle had a very like different look. Yeah. I feel like he could kind of pull off stuff <laughs> that like you weren't. I wouldn't even think about wearing. Yeah, but he was like pulling it off and looking good. Mm-hmm. Brett dresses. Uh, Brett dresses pretty well as well. Yeah. I like his style. Yeah, I like it. Brett has good style. That's the nicest thing Tate said about Brett so far. Yeah, Brett knows I love him. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to start shit here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, ta- I think for me, Taylor, Taylor dressed as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, best bromance on the team, and why is it Brett and Spielman? I knew I, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, for sure. It's like a love hate relationship. Yeah. It's like it's a Brett walks out of CBC the other night and he goes, "Oh shit, I forgot Spiels." <laughs> it's, it's like Tom <laughs> he goes and Jerry. Walking back in. <laughs> Tom, like and Jerry. Yeah. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, any other good bromance in the team? Travis Frankie. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the yeah, Jersey boys. Sure. Yeah. Travis Frankie. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who has the uh, best hair on the team besides yourself, <laughs> Ian? Uh oof. Dang, maybe Taylor. Taylor yeah, I was gonna say Taylor's got that different flow too. If you like that kind of stuff, then yeah. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Who there's else? not as much lettuce this year as we've had in uh, years past. Yeah, there's no Topher. Yeah, yeah, no, no, to- no like Brian it, Beeman. We like it high and tight. Yeah, you've got you <laughs> just high and tight again. Yeah, have to. Yeah. Did you um, always keep it that way? Mm-hmm. That's how I am. I mean, I'm losing mine, so <laughs> it uh, it happens. <laughs> Ian, you talk trash on the field. We know Taint does. Um, I'm nah. I'm I'm mostly quiet unless if somebody comes. Tate, does Ian talk trash on the field? No, no. But you will get into it a little bit if somebody gets in. Yeah, gets in your face. I'll probably do it for him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know. Tate's got your back. Yeah. You see that in games. Yeah. Also, Tate likes to yell at the referee. Yeah. Oh, I'm always talking to ref. Too. Yeah, he'll he'll talk to the referee more than the yeah all the time guys he's playing against. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's the weirdest thing anybody's ever said to you on the field that you can remember? I don't think I have one for this. I'm pretty sure I didn't have one last year either. Probably not. This is a hard. It's a hard one. It's. I mean, I I used to always have long hair, so I would always be, like get bullied for my long hair. Someone would always yeah. have a comment on the That's low hanging fruit. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> there's, I there's like I bunch. like the creative stuff. There's a bunch. That's why I like Cam. He would always tell us really funny things about what he would say to people because he's <laughs> very witty and he would come up That's with funny, funny things. Yeah, he is witty. <sighs> there's no, a there's no, this no. podcast busting with the boys that I listen to all oh, the time. Yeah. With um, Will Compton Taylor yeah, One. Yep. And they're uh they're they're awesome. I I've their producer's a, actually a friend of mine. Jay went up and helped them do some stuff in their studio. Yeah, he helped set them, up some uh, stuff for them. Whenever really? they moved from their old stuff from their old place to the new place, yeah, I went up, experienced uh, before they got AC and sweated my balls oh, yeah, off yeah, helping, yeah. helping them on the bus. Yeah, but uh, they talk about like what people say in the NFL. You should just catch it sometime. I'm not going to say it here because it's <laughs> like I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. But like Taylor talks about what people say to him, and it is so funny what he says to people too. It is. Uh, it's pretty raunchy. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> Roommate's hidden talent. What's his hidden talent? Mm-hmm. I've been asking this to guys, and guys don't know their own hidden talents. So, roommates gonna know what. What would we not expect that Ian's good at? Um. Oh my gosh. I don't know. That's a, that, that's, that's a tough one. Um, off guard. Yeah, I, I really got to think about that one. Mine is golf. That's easy. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was yeah, just going to say golf. Yeah, that's... Um, At this point, isn't very hidden. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, fair. Yeah, every, yeah. Other, every other answer yeah, is true. golf. Most golf. <laughs> Exposed. That's literally all I care about. <laughs> um, I would say Warzone, but I don't know if that's giving you too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's way... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that good at all. I'm terrible. You know what Warzone is? The Call of Duty game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you guys play on? PlayStation Xbox. or Xbox? Xbox? Oh shit! I'll have to get Charles gamer tags. Well, you can crossplay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so but I like the party chat thing. Well, actually, now I just use, now I just use Discord. Oh, uh, okay. So pretty yeah. much. Oh yeah, honestly, hidden talent. That's definitely robot Warzone. Yeah, there we I'm, go. I'm pretty good at Warzone. Just, yeah, that's a good pretty, one. Actually, pretty good actually. Yeah, that's that's because anything that involves hand-eye coordination tastes just in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What'd you call him, Robo? Robo. Yeah. Right, we we just love nicknames here, so that'll probably stick. That's fine. Yeah, yeah cool. Robo. Um, Fuller called me that last year. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of other shit. Uh, I'm, uh, the, I'm the one person that can't have a nickname because my name is Jay. And it's like, yo, your name's too short, so we're just going to stick with, uh, with that. So. Yeah, mine's Ian, so it's three yeah. letters. <laughs> Fuller would have come up with something. 100%. He didn't want to call anybody by the real name. No. Well, boys, is there anything that you wanted us to ask you about that you're like, I hope they ask us about... You know, I think that they'll ask us about or, or that you want to talk about that we haven't. Um, I don't know. No, we covered we covered yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff. Honestly, bit, more yeah. than what yeah. I expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's the uh, Who's the next set of roommates we should get on this podcast? Yeah, we need. I'm not to promising know that, that to be who it is, but like we like to pair people up, right? If we can, not always, but like who's who's a good set? Hmm. I think Travis and Frankie would be fun. Yeah, think so? All right. mm-hmm. we yeah, should do yeah. that. Yeah, they're pretty funny. All right. Cool. cool, definitely. Cool. Well, thank you, boys. Um, if, if people want to find you guys on social media, where can they where can they follow you guys? Where can they check in? Follow your exploits. 
I mean, you got me on Instagram, Ian underscore Cero. Pretty simple. Yeah, and Instagram, uh, Tay Robertson underscore. Beautiful. Thank you, boys, for joining us. Producer Jay, if the people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? Find me on uh, Instagram at Letter Jake. Find me on Twitter at Section 109 Podcast. I've also been more active on my own Twitter. I just get all soccer away because I see it all on the other account that you should follow, which is the Section 109 Podcast. And Breezy, where can they follow you? You can find me on the internet. All right, boys. Peace. Peace.